All right, welcome back to Piano Method Madness. My name is G Absolute, and we're picking up right where exercise five left off. This exercise is called Control. And before we begin playing this exercise, we're going to review the baseline again. It is exactly the same as ex exercise five, so let's get into it. Uh, to, as a reminder, it started on a D. It goes D G E G F G E G, and it does that for the first four measures of the song. First four measures of the song, and then there's a jump. I'm going to demonstrate the jump, uh, playing the bass line from measure four leading into measure five. It jumps from a G to a C. So here we go. It goes D, G, E, G, F, G, E, G. And then there's a long jump where you stretch your thumb while you're holding your pinky still on that G, that last G, which is an eighth note in measure number four. And you reach, use your thumb, and you hit the G here. It goes G, C, A, C, B, C, A, C. And it does that twice, so it goes. But in measure number six, the fingering changes. So I'm going to play it here. Again, from measure number four, we go D. reach with the thumb to land on G in measure number five. G, C, A, C, B, C, A, C. And then it switches up. Finger number two replaces the thumb. It goes G, C, A, C, B, C, A, C. And on, on the end of measure six, instead of that pinky playing that last eighth note, you're using your third finger. So here it goes. Let's play, let's play measure number five. So we go G, C, where that G was played with a thumb. A, C. Again, the, the, the thumb is making the movement. B, C, A, C. And here comes the pointing finger, finger number two replaces the thumb for the first two beats while well, the first beat of the song goes g c that g was played with this pointing finger and it goes back to the thumb a c b c and here is where a and now you place you place the thumb here on the a when you're coming down but that you're moving your third middle, that middle finger over the C and you play it C and that puts your hand in position to continue the bass line on measure number seven. And here we go. Let me play this bass line again. Here we go. Once again in measure number eight. D, G, E, G, F, G, E, G. Now this, that last G is using your pinky. 
This is where you're going to have to reach over to get into measure number nine using your thumb. You make that large reach if you can. If not, you probably got to make a leap to get over to it. So we're going to hold in that last G and then we go to an A, which is using the thumb. A, D, you use your finger number two, B, D, C, D, B, D. Now finger number two takes over by being placed on the G. It goes G, and the pinky moves down to C. C, A, C, B, C, A. And then you're moving your middle finger down to the C to cover it. C, and we go D, G, E, G, F, G. And you hit the thumb on the D and it allows your pinky to stretch down to go down to the C. It goes C, C sharp, D, D. Well, I was only supposed to play through uh, measure six through nine, but I figure I'll play the whole bass line, the whole bass line from six through twelve. Just to, just to cover it. So uh, forgive me. But you know. Sometimes you get caught up in the moment. What can I say? So let's play the whole thing. Let's see if I'm going to try to play the whole thing. And, uh, and uh, see if we can do it. let's focus on the melody. The melody is meant to give all your fingers on your right hand a workout. It uh, goes from instead of gracing, gracing the notes as we did in exercise 5 to actually stepping through each note. So it goes like this. We're going to move on from the first four measures. On measure number five, it introduces the C chord, which is the, the rhythmic part of the melody is doing exactly the same thing as the previous first four measures. So let's see if we can play that. It goes. And the second half of it requires your pinky and your pointing finger to actually play it. So that can be tricky based on how strong your fingers are. If your fingers are pretty feeble, you might find yourself doing a mashup like this. But you're actually putting your, your pointing finger on an F sharp 
and um, your pinky on the B flat. So here we go. It goes like this. Just like that. Together it's. And we do that twice. And it jumps right back down to. From there, it moves on to a D, where your your uh, pointing finger looks to be on an E sharp, which is an F, and your pinky is on an A. So it goes, so they go, just like that on the first half, and then your 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 ring finger and your pointing finger are hitting. A G and a B, just like that. So let's try it again. We're going. And then we're going on the second half of this to a G sharp and a C. So we're going. I'm sorry. We're going. So let's play through that again. We got an E sharp and an A. So that's basically an F and an A. And we're going to a G sharp and a C. Just like that, let's try it again. jumping back down to a C where we're back to a D sharp and a G and all the way back to the G So let's see if I can play through it. Let's play the first four measures and then we'll play the next four and then the final four. So let's see. So yeah, that was the first four. That was the first four measures. You notice how the the pointing finger you can hear it distinctively that's exactly how you're supposed to play it it was designed to give your pointing finger a workout so it won't be feeble so let me play it again so you can hear how it is like that you can lift the finger off the key me I find it easier for me to almost just quickly slide it off but not to give the grace note effect I'm not doing this I'm actually going 
that so it doesn't sound like a grace note. So let's play it again. to the sea. Back to G. To the D. And it goes. Tricky parts on this is between measures four and five because you're changing from a G to a C and uh, from measure eight to nine when you're going from a G to a D and then measure nine to ten where you're going from a D to a C and ten and eleven where you're going from C to a G and after that number twelve is just one single It's not any different from what you've been doing for the, the past maybe two or three exercises. So I'm going to turn on my metronome now and see if I can play this together. Play it slowly, then gradually increase your speed to build up your endurance and to challenge your fingers and your brain. So here goes nothing. it that was it I had a few flubs <laughs> I've had a few flubs when my fingers touched some other notes unintentionally but uh, I'm gonna speed this up and see if I can clean it up so I'm gonna move it on up to about 80 beats per measure I mean I'm 80 beats per minute uh, you don't have to jump so drastically in speed I like to, uh, when I'm in the 70s, grad gradually increase the uh, beats per minute by two, but you know, whatever you decide is what's best for you is good. So here we go. Right. 
Let's go up to 90. Let's see what we got. Uh, 90. Let's see if we can do it once more at 100 to challenge it, to challenge myself. Not bad, not bad at all. Uh, after maybe 10 or 15 minutes of doing this exercise, you're gonna start feeling in your right hand. That's a good thing again. That is a really good thing. Uh, keep doing it. Right, see if you can go into 10, 20 minute intervals of doing this. Your hands will greatly appreciate it. Well, that's all there is for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, see you next time. Keep playing. This episode of The Black and White Struggle contains musical content from Basic Blues for Piano by Ron Payne. Copyright 1984 by Hal Leonard Corporation. International copyright secured. All rights reserved. Used by permission of Hal Leonard, LLC. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of the book, the item number is 002-40075. It's available for purchase from your local music retailers for $24.99 US.